Are you a nerd that likes to watch reaction videos? Well, good, because we're going to be listening to an awesome thrash band and reacting to it. Coming up. like reaction videos huh i think so because this is reaper metal productions and this is hellcast so of course with hellcast being here it would never be complete without j-dog well sometimes it's complete without j-dog before <laughs> yeah but he, here he is in the flesh to do this reaction video because we're going to be reacting to toxic holocaust as we promised previously on an episode, and folks wrote in and said, the, al the album's do still it. not out yet either. The album's it? not out, but we're, yeah. we're, you, you layered it. You said you were going to do the album uh, or the, well, and then the single. Yeah, so that the was, single's um, out. Yeah, and I, uh, I looked at Relapse site uh, two weeks ago, I believe, and the LP wasn't on pre order at the time. Why not honor the guy from the past that got mad when uh, Joel Grime first did an interview on Hellcast and. I don't know. Hellcast was spouting being mad? underground. Well, some troll on the internet was like, you know, this this podcast says it's underground, and yet they got Toxic Holocaust on there. Toxic Holocaust is underground. So, okay. Good, interesting conversation to have. Boom. So, Toxic Holocaust, uh, the reason why we're Put first bringing up- underground, like, I mean, I mean- <sighs> Yeah, I would say this that they still are because the general public, I mean, go to your local grocery store and ask every single fucking person in there. You'll be lucky. You'll be hard-pressed to find two to three people in there that's ever even heard of them. Right. Go ask every single person if they've heard of Metallica. Every single one of them have heard of them. Which I was you know I mean? at Goldhorn Brewery, which is doing the Destructor, September 15th here, coming up a few days, um, event for the beer and, and brewing the beer. And, you know, you, they... You would hear Maiden there, and it would be a place that prides itself being metal, and it, and it does, uh, or, or having metal leanings and fans that work there and run it, uh, that I heard Toxic Holocaust, and it was like, you know, I've, I've never heard that at a bar, and I thought that was cool, you know, that they would be playing stuff like that. a regular bar that was playing well, Toxic Holocaust? Well, the place Holocaust? that's doing the Destructor beer. Well, because they probably get metal people that come in there. No, no, they were just regular old grannies and stuff that nobody gave a fuck, and I was happy to see that because but they do. But who Toxic Holocaust then? The guy that works there. Okay. So the people that run there, so the bar doesn't itself doesn't come off as like this overly metal place. There's just metal things there, and then people that listen to metal that you know the, the head brewer Joel we've seen in a video on this channel, then whatever he's big Destructor fan, blah blah blah. That's why they have beers like that. They got one named Mob Rules and stuff. So it's kind of like music at every place, where yeah. like you go to a, a just a regular restaurant and they're playing the the, the YouTube music yeah, that's yeah, god course, awful, course. and it's just kind of secondary. Nobody's highlighting the music. They're Kind of more in that vein, which is cool because yes, it isn't like just metalheads walk into this place. Right, so you got right. just the average schmoes finally having to endure metal. Yeah, and it's like that's the like that's I like that more exactly. nonchalant. We, have, we, have, we always have to endure their bullshit. And, and so like when it comes to like places that are like oh it's a metal bar it's a metal this like when it's just kind of like no like a guy that works there or they collectively have that more you know going on I like it more. I, I think it's kind of cooler when it's less, when it's more nonchalant like that than a, a, just a total on yeah, metal. Yeah, of course. I mean, I've tried to go in any restaurant or bar and they're playing, you know, Tots Holocaust or Whiplash or something of that nature. Yeah, yeah. Not some fucking bullshit. Right. So then to not be like Maiden or something that was oh, like, it's a place then they got metal fans. Like, 
Like, well, it's like Maiden and go oh, got it. Cool. Right. Uh, it's like, oh, toxic Holocaust. I mean, granted, to the internet troll, he wasn't going to be too excited. But that's kind of the point, though. I, I think it still has a lot of relevancy. But I don't know. It's so underground, really, though. Well, I mean, of course, you can get that wise ass that's going to be like, well, that's taking, uh, he's trying to like um, one up somebody in a sense. Mm. You know what I mean? That's where all this, this, a lot of this black metal nonsense started from, where it's just demo tapes and who has the shittiest recording, and that's what's underground. And basically, anyone that doesn't have the fucking dude's phone number is not underground. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, first of all, I don't like something based on what's underground or not. You, right. That, that, that you throw it out the window, that's just stupid. Do you, do you like the music or don't you? Right. So, A, I don't really give a shit. So, if you're going to try to prove a point like, oh, it's not underground because this, okay, I don't really care, man. I like it because I like the tunes. Yeah. So, let's just throw it out there. But as far as just the sense of the word, I mean, he's not fucking rich. The average person's never heard of him based on that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which you, I mean, I don't listen to country music whatsoever. Don't listen to it. Hate it. Think it's total junk, right? I know who Garth Brooks is, though. Right. It's not underground. It's total mainstream. Right. Could you say Tox Holocaust is a more popular metal band? Yeah, but I'd still think it's underground-based. Yeah. I mean? Well, because I think— uh, I would say a band that's pushing out of the underground that's not really underground is like— Morbid Angel, Cannibal Corpse, but even them to an extent, if you ask your fucking mom and your dad, for the most part, they don't know who the fuck that is. Right, right. The average person still doesn't know who that is. The average person knows who Iron Maiden is. The average person knows who Metallica is. Yeah. Hell, I mean, I go on rocket as saying more. It seems like more people, the average person, just the average person, knows who Ghost is over like Cannibal Corpse and Toxic Holocaust. Yeah, yeah. I'm bumping into more of that lately. I'm talking about just out and about grocery store. Yeah, another band that comes up a lot on the show. So, I mean, I would definitely say that they're pushing out of the underground for sure. I mean, now people are like, of course they're not. I mean, I again, I think a lot of people still haven't heard of them, but obviously I don't they're, – they're very popular. I'll say that. Now, that, whether yeah. you consider that underground or not, I would say probably not. But it, whether you want to consider them underground or not, definitely, regardless, a very, very popular band at this point. Yeah, and came out of the underground. Correct. Yeah. Definitely yeah. came from the underground, yes. Yeah, and had a bunch. Because at this point, I, too, I, if you like this wise ass says about Tox Holocaust, at that point, Midnight's not underground. Then are they not? I mean, why? Because they got because they're popular amongst the underground. Because that's really yeah. what it is. You go outside of the underground. I'm talking about outside of like Maryland Death Fest and all these metal fests around the world, and just like the metal community, right? No one knows who the fuck Midnight is. Mm, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would agree. I would agree. They just don't, and the people that do, it's because they. They have associated with someone that's in the metal community because it's either their brother or their cousin, their their co-worker. That's how they heard of Midnight. So you would say that the underground is slightly defined then by if you're not into the music too and you know it, that that kind of takes it to mainstream? I think uh, the, the, the litmus test is this. If you go into your local grocery store, make sure it's full to the brim on a fucking Saturday at noon. <laughs> and if you go out and ask and you can't find at least three people – that have heard of them, it's probably still underground. Okay. And take that same test. You Okay, so go to your local grocery store, fucking full of brim, noon on Saturday. You'll be hard-pressed to find three people. I'm there. Full. You'll be hard-pressed to find three people that have heard. I'm not, I'm not talking about that idiot that's just agreeing either. Like, yeah, yeah, I know what he does. Okay, name me a song. He doesn't know. Your old slur. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, that's heard of Tox Holocaust. Legitimately has heard of them. Like, oh, yeah, like, like hell on earth. Yeah, that, they don't have an album. Hell on earth. Heard of them. Knows who they are. Heard of them. Yeah. Not this, I think, or my buddy. Not not the. Oh, God, the buddy. The, yeah, the, the guy, fuck, the buddy. The, the buddy no, guys, are, he's, he's got major problems. Legitimately yeah. <laughs> heard of, For example, like. Like, for example, I legitimately know who Tupac is. Don't yeah. listen to him. Don't know anything about him. Know who he is. 
Not my buddy. Yeah. Not my buddy. Exactly. Not my buddy told me about Not. I think I've heard of him. No, heard of him, right? <laughs> so that's what it is. You'd be hard-pressed to find three people that legitimately heard of Toxicolocaust. And at that same token, you'd be very hard-pressed to find three people on that person's spectrum that never heard of Metallica. Uh, Metallica's mainstream. See the yeah. difference? That's how I would say the Linus test is, if you want to just simplify it, because everybody else is getting – you're just getting carried away. Like this guy, and he's getting all upset. And again, he's just because he's just. I don't. I mean, it was just an innocent remark that was nah. years ago in the Hellcast. No, history. is that people were saying the toxic Hollywood and all this other shit. Oh, really? Like, well, when they went to relapse, yeah, they're calling them toxic Hollywood, and it's just like. First, <laughs> but to me, honestly, anybody that disband them as soon as they join a label, right oh, that's the, gate, the poser. Almost you're, po- you're up. No, almost that to me is a hundred percent poser because you're in this. You're not in this because you like the music. You're in this for an image status. How did it make the record all of a sudden shitty? You haven't heard yeah. it. You probably haven't even heard it yet. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah, probably when yeah. they first signed a relapse. Yeah. And honestly, I because think the first album uh, on relapse and overdose of death, that I have a hard time figuring out what my favorite album is. It's either Evil Never Dies, the first album, or it's that one. That's a great record. And overdose because death. But re- Toxicology Cool itself. I'm like, what are you talking about, dude? Nuke the Cross, Bad Song, Wild Dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, especially, um, well, first, because when a band is picked up like that, it's the albums that we all, the true albums, if we're going to keep with this poser thing, that made them big in the first place. Correct. They got them popular, yeah. So then you're automatically going to dismiss the the bigger effort because of the entity that's yeah. still, I mean, I get it if it like Joe all of a sudden changed style, which shortly after he did. He did change style, but it wasn't the first relapse album that he did. The only album that's so, you know slightly I mean? Conjure, different well, is Conjure the, Command yeah, was the first. Only, but it's like, still the same thing. And, it's just and a it little is, darker. Is. Nobody's little saying bit. that it isn't. I'm I'm saying that. I, and, yeah. and Joel did admittedly say it's got a that few he did songs make the effort there. to yeah. do that. Uh, I, and I honestly, I think, I don't know if that that interview actually, I don't think it came to. I, I interviewed Joel once on the show. And then I tried to add him on, uh, have him on again, and I don't know if it was in that interview or the the failed interview that never got aired, where he said that he pretty much kind of tried to tune down the guitar and change it up a little bit because he was getting sick of being you know thrown what's funny the, about the that thrash revival. How you bringing that up? And I, I don't think it's I still think it's the same thing, but yeah, that's slightly different. That's probably my least favorite album, but it's funny because the song "Bitch," which is probably yeah, like one of the big song. hits, it's probably like one of my favorite songs by them. And obviously, that's one of their big hits now because you. Telling it's their hammered song. smash faces. I, I guy think, that I know would yeah, say. Yeah, their hammer. I think. Well, I think either that song or six six six. Oh yeah, like yeah. Their hammer smash face. Yeah. Um, but definitely one of their big hits. And uh, but that, if I had to pick a least favorite Toxic Holocaust album, I, it's probably that. Okay. Like I like like for example the Chemistry of Consciousness. I like that album more. Yeah, that's. I like, think the cover that's sucks. Like snake but I like one, right? Snake one, yeah. I think All the cover right. sucks and the tutti frutti whole thing of it, though. But I, I think it's a great fucking album. Well, which is kind of going on right here, yeah, right? Yeah, hundred um, percent. So you didn't like the cover already out yeah, the don't gate. Like the you, cover. you admitted that on the previous episode. What are you talking about? Well, it's linked up here, so check yeah, it out. I definitely don't like the cover. It looks like fucking Back yeah. to the Future. So, uh, I mean, no, not even look. It looks like Starship Troopers jo- soundtracks and like synth John Carpenter esque sounding music. Uh, was definitely is definitely abundantly popular within the metal crowd because I okay. saw John Carpenter live in Detroit and I it might as well have been a metal show. Okay. Um, and then people were even talking amongst themselves like, man, it would have been sweet if Slasher Dave or Acid Witch opened this show, which I agree. Um, it's funny, John's like, who? Oh, he totally. Yeah. Uh, 
which uh, interesting enough, though, they're not John himself, but a very close uh, component of John Carpenter's soundtrack work, uh, Alan Howarth. Um, I can have him on the show here soon, so that'd be cool for Halloween. Let's get this party started. I want to hear this Toxic. I got so, But in anyway, pants. I was just going to defend Toxic's cover, though, that it's like kind of an 80s uh, 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 movie. So that's kind well, of like 80s, 80s movies ain't 80s. Ju- you know, the but, reason why but, I don't like it either, but I, that's that's a whole different thing. I mean, like, it's kind of what you came from. Like, I think, like, I love the Evil Never Dies cover. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just have the rigor mortar shirt and the skeleton guy looks like kind of like demo ish. Yeah, and it's just like I wish he kind of would have kept that artwork vibe going with that. That's all. Because no, I fuck, fuck '80s horror, but I'm not talking about because that's not what that toxic well, was. Well, '80s movies, eighty '80s synth. So anyway, though, the point to it though that it is kind of cool. That's still of the rigor mortis style in a way because it's something that Joel likes. Is that Joel has his solo band that he has Which done synth music? It's simply called Joel Grind. And he does synth music like John Carpenter. Oh, movies. you're not. I was, I was thinking Yellow Goat. Uh, no, yeah. no, that's something else. But yeah, yeah he did like he did like yeah. It's like synth music and stuff. Oh, and it sounds like it sounds Joel, like movie soundtracks. The Joel Grind sound projects yeah. I know about is War Ripper, which I love that seven inch, and then the Joel Grind Yellow Goat, uh, which I like that yeah. a lot too. Those only two I know. No, I don't know the synth project. Well, probably wouldn't be my thing anyways though. Well, you're gonna need your cans. Need some cans. Listen, to New Toxic. All right. Yeah. Um, Hopefully, don't suck. Yeah, Joel, you got a lot to live up here. Yeah. J-Dog's on the line. And I would tell him, too, if I thought it sucked. Well, let's see if it does. Doesn't sound like a different <laughs> band. It sounds like Toxic so far. Definitely spoken Moloch so far. <laughs> Mo- fuck, fuck bringing up Maiden every time. It's Moloch. <laughs> Damn, these cans are falling off. Don't be bitching about the cans again. For, for watermelon head. Me? Oh, where was wearing them last? Me. <laughs> it's like Little Head from fucking, what's his name from? Dick, Dick Tracy. Oh. Big Head? Yeah, yeah. Little Head? Little, 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 I don't know. Something like that. It sounds like toxic so far, so yeah, I got no points. Yeah, Chemical Warlords. This is called Chemical War. Oh, that's a good song, man. I like that vocal line. Drums sound good. Not triggered or anything. His vocals are less reverby, bathory, and they're a little more pronounced on this one, at least mix-wise. You know what? It seems like on each album's a little different. He has it's his vocals are a little bit of a different tint. You ever kind of notice that? If you compare them back to back, you know what I'm saying? Especially the contract. I don't know. I, I I really only know like the classic earliest stuff. Hell on earth. Up to like an overdose of death. So did you like overdose of death? Yeah. So I love that record. I would say, though, that there is definitely, like, a musical difference even on those early albums. Because, like... A little bit, yeah. There, no, there's... I actually listened to, yeah, was I, I was different. listening to Evil Never Dies in the car uh, just last week, just ironically enough. So, like I said, uh, Toxic Holocaust is definitely one of my top... I'd have to say they're my top five favorite thrash bands of all time. Hmm. Yeah, no, I dig it. I mean... Like this, like, this is a legitimate first-time listen for me, so obviously I don't know, but I mean, it's... I gotta be honest. I don't know if I heard... Chemistry and Consciousness? You never heard it? Is that the Snake album? Yeah. Rat Eater's on there. I... 
that was different. It's like, yeah, just his layered part is different. It's so like just two vocalists. Like yeah, a, so he's trying stuff new. I mean, uh, there'll be a naysayer for that, I'm sure. You know, but um, so no, so the the the, the, the what is it called again? The Snake album? Chemistry of Consciousness. Chemistry of Consciousness. How does this compare to that then? Well, just hearing this now, the solo shit. This is a little bit more. Um, I'd say chemistry, just just off this one song, just this. I'd say chemistry's a little more stripped down. Oh, really? That'd be that'd be. But I mean, I have, again, I gotta. I mean, this. You know, two minutes in the album. I mean, the single is pretty well underway under the, on this yeah. as far as the single's concerned. Yeah, I gotta get the color vinyl of this for sure. Yeah, is it? Oh, that's not even. It wasn't for sale on Rehab Site, the, uh, like I said, two weeks ago. Because I was legitimately going to pre order it. Yeah, it's not even for sale here. Yeah, weird. Strange because the time of recording. Because Relapse usually has their shit for pre orders, like way in advance. Like yeah. Two months easy. And, um. And, uh, yeah, it wasn't up. And it's like, shit, I think it comes out this month or next month, this album. Is it, is it September or October it comes out? It's one. It's either September or it's one or the other. Um, I thought it was September it comes out. And shit, what, what is this, the 5th? What, what's today's date? October 4th. So, like, a month away. What is today, the 5th? Yeah, so at the time of this recording, it's not out yet at, anyway. But, but soon. I mean, it sounds like the Toxic Holocaust... I know I could see somebody maybe that only loved like the very very early days, maybe having a problem with this because it is. Would be less, the problem? I could just be like, yeah. Like, I don't know. Maybe maybe less. I don't know. Just more of the. No, like I said, the reason I want to have their sixth album. Oh shit! Uh, probably more than that. Two, three. At least the six. Yeah, because what? Um, the third album is on Relapse, An Overdose of Death, and then there's Conjuring Command. I think this is the sixth. Well, that was the end of that. Uh, I'm, I'm, let's look it up. I'm, I'm curious. I mean, sixth full length. How one. many toxic albums are there? Should be six. Uh, so Evil Never Dies, one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, so that's the sixth one. See, Gino so, knows it's toxic? Yes, he does. Uh, so, okay. So, you know, I, I would say that it's maybe just got that later album. Yeah, which I like, man. Yeah, I, I'm I not like saying it. it sucks, but you know I'll, you know what I mean? Like, when, when you, it just starts to happen, like the freshness of something, especially if you're kind of a band that repeats the mold as Toxic isn't exactly not not repeating the mold. I prefer it, though, man, because usually when, yeah, band, yeah. Usually when bands throw you for a curveball, I usually am disappointed. There's right, been a few right. exceptions. Why, and so the reason why band, the, the essence of why bands try to usually strive to not stick with a mold and what usually gets lost there's then you know that that so i i would say that this album is kind of in that tier like it's just the the it's the freshness is being lost of that mm -hmm. mold but no he's not reinventing that mold at all yeah um no so no i, I, mean, I don't know that's kind of what i heard i, I mean could, i didn't I think see it's that. I, mean, I, I could see somebody saying that yeah yeah um i did say that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i know but i'm saying i can see why you know actually you're going to need these cans cuz i'm again yeah cans cuz i want to know what you have to say Pumpkin to this latest and the greatest look at that beautiful well, I've heard, this. Really cool. I've heard this album. Well, I was, I never really had you. It's been a while, though. Been a while. Oh, yeah. Been a while. Uh, all right. Well, I'm I, a, I, so, I, I so don't you, like that mold. 
well, this is probably my favorite Destructor song ever. Well, this was like your favorite album by him, right? Yeah. yeah. Which had a guy that I don't know if I can point you out. You know my favorite Destructor song is? No, that's kind of why I wanted to have a reaction video with you talking about Destructor, because I don't really think we've had many Destructor conversations. I told you what it was. I don't remember. It's off the uh, third album, Tear Down the Heavens. Oh, that's right. Forever in Leather. Yeah, first song. Yeah. Yeah, there's a guy that uh, was on the show before that's in a pretty popular band that we bring up um, that used to be in Destructor. What happened? I don't know. I thought you shut it off. Well, starting it again because the internet didn't seemingly like Destructor. Fuck. <laughs> Cruise it along. But it's is this the title such a track? great intro. No, Blackest, this is Blackest Night. So fun fact about this song is that uh, if you have that uh, Reaper Metals reissue with the, the bonus tracks on it, Blackest Night was always just a demo song. And it was just like, all right, it was cut because you know, Bill Peters didn't like it or something. And then it wasn't on Maximum Destruction. But I never knew that they actually went to the studio recording Maximum So they wrote this song back in the back of the song. It's on the 84 demo. Oh, wow. It's one of the first songs ever written. Oh, wow. Or, or, or and when, did this, when did this album initially come out? 2003. 2003. Oh, shit. This is the second album. So it literally came out like 20 years after it was written. So let me tell you the story undisturbed. So it goes, yeah, 1984 demo and then Maximum Destruction's happening. And so there's no Blackest Night on there. But then, as and I never knew that, okay, great, whatever. That just means that they didn't use that track. But then, when it came to the bonus material that is on the second disc of Maximum Destruction for the reissue, Blackest Night actually was a part of the album. They went to the studio and recorded it, and then they cut it so yeah. early on in the studio process that they didn't even finish mixing it. <laughs> so usually cut songs usually cut songs get mixed. But you put that bonus. And I put it as the bonus, man. Uh, so we got to get pop screens on these goddamn things. So anyway, um, so then I find out that, yeah, they, why they cut it and blah, blah, blah. So then Sonic Bull comes out. You know, bass player got killed in 1988. That's kind of what made the band gone for so long. But they did have an album in store, which that lost recording did come out. And that's Back in Bondage. So then... That, is that, that's the same recording, too? So Back in Bondage is, is the second album that never came out. But it's not the same recording. Like, it wasn't, like, recorded back then. Uh, back, uh, back in... Or, it wasn't recorded back then, and then just no, like... No, Blackest that. Night was abandoned. No, I'm talking about Back in Bondage. That wasn't um, recorded back in 88 or whatever, and it just finally came out. Kinda. Okay, okay. Like, no, it, was de- it was demoed in 88. Okay. And that's on the, the, the Maximum Destruction bonus stuff. But then... This is a hard story. Then the bass player dies, Dave Holocaust, and then, you know, they try to get it together and they don't. They did eventually go to the studio to start recording that album and then abandon it through the years. So then they, I guess, finished it. Something, something happened because Sonic Bullet comes out, the original version. The track listing's different on this. Two songs are missing because when Max, when this is the second release after Maximum Destruction, 15 years later, whatever 2003 would be to when Maximum Destruction came on, 18 years later. Back in Bondage, now when you're doing a reissue, comes out. Yeah. Two of the songs that are on Sonic Bullet original are the Triangle and G-Force. The songs that are on the second album that never got finished at that time, Back in Bondage. Well, now that you're reissuing, Back in Bondage is out, and it has those same exact songs. 
so it's like, well, we're not going to include him on there again as this guy that's in that popular band that wasn't the show. One said not to do. You said one of the songs, The Triangle? Yeah. You must not own Blueprints of Madness by the seas. Well, Blueprints of Madness was the, a fucking, not even a cum stain as far well, as but, anything. But when it fit back, my first kid came out. So anyway, it's, it, it just, it because it, it goes back to the 80s. So anyway, um, they have so then we, and we cut those songs because they're on the back and bondage album that now finally came out, which was intentionally supposed to be the second album. Okay, even though Sonic Bullet is the second album, literally yeah, by that point, that, yeah. it was a rehash of the same stuff. So then, Storm of Steel, going back to your favorite song, the third album, Forever in Leather. Well, when that album came out, they had a promo. EP called Storm of Steel, which is also an old song that they finally did like a major studio recording of. Mm -hmm. So then you get that version of that because then it was a demo before that, which the demo of it was Maximum Destruction. And then We Are Ready, which then is on the latest album in studio form, Decibel Casualties. But because the Storm of Steel EP was years before Decibel Casualties even came out, We Are Ready demo version is on that EP. And that's basically because then there's live tracks that fill that five song EP. Eh. Which we have some live tracks that are originally on Sonic Bullet. So flipped out those two songs, G Force and the Triangle, for Storm of Steel and We Are Ready, which you needed to complete the collection as far as getting that Storm of Steel EP. If you can follow all that, there's your destructor video. Yeah. Rewind this for my explanation. It's far. Yeah, it's, dude, it's hard. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. So we tried that. Like that was my effort, at least as the fan, knowing this dude. I didn't even notice it was Jamie Boulder, who <laughs> a oh. former bass player that was saying all that. Like, well, the triangle and G Force already came back out, so don't put them on the reissue. And I was like, Wait, hold on, dude. Like what? You know, I thought like all you right. went to the studio. Okay, God, blah, blah, all right. So don't rehash it and like you know don't junk up the collection. So that's that. So anyway, blackest night. Yeah, it sounded good. Yeah, my favorite Destructor song. Yeah, it sounded good. And the guy that didn't like it, <laughs> it, it was always kind of like, well, how did you not like that to cut the songs? I seemed like the band liked it, but I'm, I'm not gonna poo-poo anybody. Oh <laughs> yeah, that had a previous past with them. Um, so you won't be at the beer event, will you? No, I'll be out of town. Well, then obviously there will be, will be no vending for you either. So right. if you're going to be making it to the event, hopefully you can come to beautiful Cleveland, Ohio, and attend that the Destructor Hopping Evil IPA beer celebration, where then the band will just be kind of nonchalantly playing. Then there'll be other guys from like the old Cleveland scene just hanging out, like Seeky. If you've been watching this channel, you've seen Seeky or Hell's Headbangers reissued from Black Death. He'll be there, I guess, kind of hanging out and just more Cleveland people of that style um just hanging out and jamming then there'll be the heavy metal flea market going on at the same time destructor sonic bullet reissue lp cd you can get them there there'll hopefully be pint classes for the beer we'll be having the beer there's cool arcades it's a cool bar they got good food blah blah blah, blah. should be a good time so you should definitely come out but what was the point of this oh I want to know what you have to say. Leave it in the comments. What do you think of the new Toxic Holocaust? What do you think of the conversation about Toxic Holocaust? What about the underground? Like, does there really, a, did the J-Dog nail it? Or maybe you got an entirely different well, opinion sure on what keeps two guys that have a field day on that top, you know. Yeah? Fucking full of shit. Toxicate underground and... Are you ready to listen to five covers that should not be? When you're talking about metal covers, you think 
All right, to have a good argument about this, let's hear something good. This asshole's always negative, ripping on black metal bands previously and just never has anything that he actually does like. So I brought in the members of Woman Angel, Mr. Whore Preacher and Jack the Ripper, and we're going to take a listen to what I deem a good cover, as is Woman Angel's cover of Gigi Allen, I Kill Everything I Fuck. Cool. Wait to hear my own song. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sounds like the cover, the song I knew a little bit. It's in the vein, still. Because that's, that's the thing, you know. You, well, when you do a cover, you know, you got it. Like, I think that's one of the things that's why it works for you guys. Like, it's in the vein of like what the band is, also. You know, sure, you're not a full-on punk band, but it's also in there. You know, in the in the tone of the band, it's you know, it's it's not a uh, like a pop song or something. That's you know not uncharacteristic for the band uh, it needs to be something that i appreciate or we appreciate like uh it would be beneficial to do a cover song of i don't know fucking game of thrones or something like that yeah but uh i dislike the music in that genre so it needs to be Gigi. Gigi is uh, kind of a natural thing for us yeah so, so that's why. And it gives me a shitload of energy, you know, to do the song. Right. Well, yeah. I don't want to give out too much, but you'll obviously be getting to hear in these coming days, weeks, more from Woman Angel that isn't a cover to kind of see how it coincides and what I'm saying here. So I want to take that moment now then, you know, you heard it. You get the idea. This is a good cover. Let's hear some bad covers. <laughs> You ready sure. for some bad covers? Yeah, all right. All right. So I'm going to see if you know any of these gems of comedic kind. Let's we'll start with <laughs> Glenn Benton himself was uh, on the show or one of the shows here at Reaper Metal Productions. And yeah. Yeah. he definitely, I don't know if I left it in or whatever, but I did ask him on or off camera, like I said, I can't remember, about this cover. That is Deep Purple's Black Knight. And he did yeah. himself say it was awful. And I think that's a good tone to start with when you're going to be saying these are bad covers that, you know, you can get a lot of people that'll be offended and they could be like, well, fuck you, jerk. Well, even when the band agrees, I don't know. So let's take a look. Is it really as bad as we all think it might be? Let's do it. I mean, that's excellent. <laughs> oh, that, okay. It's it's weird. <laughs> I don't know, cause you know, it's a, it's a special moment when you rape a classic. <laughs> Would you say it's yeah? Cause it is. Well, I, okay, so Glenn Benton did say that uh, I think Ian Gillen and uh, whatever, yeah. whoever from Deep Purple did actually hear the song and they hated it. <laughs> but they would, you know, they, those old men definitely would. But 
in my, I mean, I don't think it's, I think they did kind of, you know, do it right where they're, you know, blasting and it didn't just like make it totally awful and, and like strip anything deicide about it. They did try yeah, to put it's, deicide. It's, it's fun when you do it like over the top. You know? Yeah. With the blast beats and shit like that. Yeah. But yeah, it kind of reminds like the Ted Masked Man used to do covers. Like, yeah. You know, <laughs> that kind of stuff. Yeah. The yeah. only thing, I, I guess, when it comes to classic rock, gone death metal covers, it's almost hard to unhear the classic rock song, or, or, or a famous song, yeah. anyway. And that's kind of yeah, why I'm, yeah. I'm like, I'm ready to be like, Black Knight, and then it's just, just going. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, ah, oh, well, at least he didn't, like, try to sing like Ian Gillen. That would have been, that would have been <laughs> a treat, really. <laughs> yeah, better screaming. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, there he goes. Yeah, a little bit. I don't know. I, yeah, I was expecting way worse. All right. Well, okay. Hey, you got the solo set <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it was speeding along. Well, okay. About. It wasn't her. It wasn't horrendous. I gotta. But I gotta. That's, that's not that bad. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It has. It's kind of more, more like a let's do a final cover or something like that, you know. I Over agree. The top, I, like that. I agree. Well, how big a Sodom fans are you guys? Uh, pretty big. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> old, old Sodom, excellent stuff. What would say? 80s, 90s rules. Yeah, 80s, 90s Sodom. Oh, that's really good stuff. Would you say that there's a uh, a cutoff album then? Oh. <laughs> I mean, yeah. What's what's the second newest album of Sodom? Oh man! Uh, after, after War and Pieces and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh wow! So you, bit, yeah, yeah. You, after After War and Pieces. You go, War and Pieces. Oh wow! So you go you go pretty current then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, because I was yeah for me I think I cut off around Code Red. I like that album though, but M sixteen M sixteen is fucking masterpiece and I don't know. oh really all right well yeah. great <laughs> what a great but, remark well then i would love to know what you think of this <laughs> is m or is the i don't know if it was a bonus uh track then but nonetheless it was on some sort of version if not every version the cover of surfing bird <laughs> yeah it <laughs> That's priceless stuff. <laughs> and they do it live as well. Oh boy! Wow, they have no yeah, shame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what does the crowd do? Are they raging? I think it's like more like a dance beat or something. Like that. <laughs> oh boy! I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I remember this from Fuscat 2006 or seven or yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah. This and the one they played Dead Space. Yeah, yeah. This, this and Motherhead cover. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, that was really awesome stuff. <laughs> you know, well, like we said, sort of rules. <laughs> yeah. And they have such a high level, so they can, you know, laugh at themselves and stuff like that. So. I hope what? that they were. <laughs> when yeah, they did yeah. This. for me they are. I don't know. 
across the Atlantic what they are there. But, well, they don't come here, so that's probably one of the things. They're probably like that asshole, like Reaper, that ragged on our cover of M60 or uh, uh, Surfing Bird. That's why we're not going yeah. to America. I think, because I honestly, I think maybe once, if not twice, yeah. Sodom came here. Um, yeah, uh, to the now defunct um, Milwaukee Death Fest. So, and I have a VHS tape of that recording. But other than that, I don't know if Sodom ever coming here. Um, yeah, so, they are pretty German bands, so... Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know about Surfing Bird, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give glad, them a... Glad to disagree with you. <laughs> I'm going to find one here. I'm going to get you to think yeah. of one. So, let's do it. Let's... Hmm. I thought that was going to win you over. All right, well then, shit. I don't think you could disagree with this. Maybe you will. <laughs> That's fine though. It's good to disagree. It's good to disagree. It's fan. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. How about Exhumed with Material Girl by Madonna? Exhumed. That's exer- that's right. Okay. Exhumed. Okay. <laughs> they covered Madonna. Here we go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they weren't serious. <laughs> No shit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy. All right. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Well, if you dig a Hammond sound or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know the original though really. Okay, uh this will not continue on my list. I think Ixum might agree that this probably should not be. They were probably once they were just youngsters, I, I think, at the time. That's yeah, the, and, and the case is that we have had uh, like zero mushrooms. So perhaps that's the issue. <laughs> yeah, you really need to be yeah, of a different mind. <laughs> <laughs> when you're at the same level of intoxication as these, those guys, so then you kind of hear the vibes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what a brilliant idea. This is priceless. All right. It's but, something. Um, awful, awful. <laughs> yeah. yeah that, that was a new one. <laughs> <laughs> They need to reprise that cover on a on their upcoming album. <laughs> Bring yeah. the new kids into the circle of where Exum once was. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but I want one that's just like flat out us just digging into how much it sucks. So I All think right. hopefully we got it here then. Maybe you do or don't know it. That doesn't matter. And that's Bathory <laughs> with right. Ace of Spades. Do you know it? Uh, that's, that's a new one. I uh, can't, can't recall. Okay, of course we know it. Read it. All right. Here we go. I think it takes a moment. Yeah. That's good. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, I was gonna where I was like, where's Ace of Spades? But I guess here it is. Yeah, buried somewhere deep. Yeah. They were reaching. Or maybe Quarathon, anyway. <laughs> I can't I can't really can't really find Ace of Spades, but really with the own tune. Yeah. Here it is. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I knew um, I'd get ya. Yeah. yeah. What let, is let this? No, no one should touch motorhead. <laughs> no, we're gonna endure the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, plain and simple. <laughs> it's what it's like, like a very personal version. <laughs> it's Oh, we don't want to turn it up. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> wow. All right. Yeah, are you liking this or are you wowed? <laughs> confused. <laughs> I'm really confused. I'm confused too. It sounds like uh, I had this yeah, I had this image in my mind. It's, it's Friday night and we're about to hit the town. Uh, this is not the song. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you want to go out and hang on? I got Ace of Spades. Yeah. <laughs> the album? The mo uh, Fuck yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> but it, rhymes, it reminds me of like... Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I know that band Deftones well enough, but I want to say it like... It's got like something like that. I, I don't. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. His vocals are like removed from the the mix. Yeah. And I don't remember well, any. Oh. Like what? <laughs> what do you think he was thinking? Like you know what? When we cover Ace of Spades, we're gonna take the classic and we're gonna make it better. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna do a fucking walking. Well, I guess a this is special right here. I don't want to hear this song forever. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I got the thumbnail for this video. It's just, oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I've, I've never heard it before, and I <laughs> don't want to hear it again. <laughs> Be a healthy young man. <laughs> <laughs> That's enough of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Well, so I have to say, I, I'm still, I'm still sticking by that. The Woman Angel doing Gigi Allen is definitely the finest we've heard so far. I can't. I, I, I would like to give you more props, though, more representation of such yeah, awful yeah. other representation. Uh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> like, of course, we would win that one. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. So why don't we cue up the next gem? That All is right. now I don't know if this is just strictly Lemmy or if it's Motorhead, but either way, it might as well be Motorhead if it's not. And that is Run Run Rudolph. Now before yeah, I get into yeah. it though, how yeah. how well known in Finnish culture is Rudolph, the red nosed reindeer? Yeah, it is. Yeah. 
Okay, so when you hear a cover like this, you do know why Lemmy would be doing something. Well, I don't know if you do know why he would be doing it, but you can at least understand the yeah. Christmas aspect. All right. Let's hear it. Oh, well, all right. You might be regretting this. <laughs> <laughs> That voice talking about Rudolph just doesn't work for me. <laughs> it would be even better if let me sing in Finnish. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Well, I think this was Lemmy solo. <laughs> no one else wanted to stand by it. They're like, you know what, Lemmy, you're on your own. I think Dave Crow might help you though. <laughs> Uh, mine got a voice of, uh, I don't know, Angel or something like that. A brilliant voice, but uh, maybe, not, maybe not this song. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. I get where he was going, but... Oh, yeah. yeah, there we go. We wanted it to go off. It's just... I don't know. I could see, like, Lemmy being like, you know, well, it's got that rich, little Richard rock and roll aspect yeah, he, to it. Yeah, he was a huge, huge fan of little Richard. So yeah. Perhaps, yeah. Perhaps this went... You know, fired up from that. Like yeah, because there's some classic or old yeah. school rock and roll guy that, you know, I can't think of his name. Uh, that would be, you know, that guitar sound. But yeah, exactly. I don't, it didn't work. It didn't work for yeah. me. Those are definitely five covers, uh, I feel, that should not be. And then we threw a curveball in there in a cover that can be. And I think that that's pretty much the point. Like, if it gets too far off track where it's a raspy voice like Lemmy's talking about Rudolph. Yeah. If it's sped up to to ridiculous speed like DSI doing Deep Purple, at least throws me off. Granted, that was I thought that was going to be one of the worst offenders, but that was actually one of the better ones. There's also a cover uh, made by Swedish group uh, called Luciferian, and they made a cover from Fight Fire with Fire. Oh, boy, we're checking it out now. I'm, I'm queuing it up. If, if I remember correctly. You're right. There it is. First thing that came up. In, uh, yeah. That's some fucking hyped up shit. <laughs> here it is. I just think cover Metallica at all anymore is just kind of like, why? <laughs> I don't know. Shadow Masochist. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. I was gonna actually. I was, it's funny that this the conversation segued to this because I was gonna bring up uh, Vader doing uh, fight fire with fire, and uh, okay. I, I didn't want to slam Vader. I was gonna give him props, like ah, oh, maybe I they love it. This is a bit more uh, rare. All right, here we go. Hmm. It's much faster. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's not too bad. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those. It's it's the same with the DSI cover. It's like it's like fun since it's so hyped up and you know. Yeah, but turbo charge and shit like that. You know? Yeah, but because I think, you know, Metallica was supposed to be pushing the bar at the time and did push the bar. Yeah. They're like pushing this bar further works. 
Because, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, I mean, I, I like Ride the Lightning. I, it's, it's not amazing, but I do like it. Like, this song in particular has way, had way more potential than what they brought to it, I always thought. I know I'm an asshole for saying that, but yeah, especially yeah. the drum fill when you get in the middle of it, like Lars just keeps the double bass going and just like, psh, psh, psh. It's like, dude, you could have done like an awesome fill. Like, what a waste. I feel like yeah. this guy might do it, whatever drummer this is. Yeah. Uh, can't remember the name. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then also, then came Slayer and pushed the boundaries even further. Yeah. So. I don't know. I mean, that's a pretty cool solo. Yeah, it's, it's an awesome band, but it's kind of, a, you know, brings more smile than head banging to your face. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's not too awful. I want to hear yeah. that drum fill, though. I bet it's faster. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you're about right. <laughs> let's skip along. Let's see. Oh, I think it may be... It's been a while since I heard this, so can't remember. Yeah, I don't know if I found it the right spot. Oh, that's, yeah, definitely the end. Oh, it looks like they... Did they skip it? I think they skipped the drum fill. Uh, or did some kind of modulation to it. Yeah, because I, I think the song's longer than that, but granted, it's sped up so fast that who knows, but wow. Well, yeah. that is, uh, at least we, you know, we threw something extra in there for you. Maybe yeah. that is a sixth cover that should or should not be, but that's a great <laughs> way to leave this video because that's a good question. Is... Luciferian's cover of Fight Fire with Fire, a cover that should not be, or maybe it's a cover that should be, because like I said, they sped it up, they gave it the potential I should be, or should have, that I always thought, but maybe you think I'm an asshole. Say that in the comments, that'd be great. Give it a thumbs up, give it a thumbs down, do all that stupid YouTube jargon, but then definitely tell me your thoughts about Woman Angel's Gigi Allen cover of I Kill Everything I Fuck, and if you want to hear more of that, well, then you're going to have the opportunity as we're releasing the single of that to start the ever-going promotion of Woman Angel's upcoming new album release under sadistic pressure. So stay tuned in for more content from Reaper Metal Productions and definitely hear more from Woman Angel. But until then, we'll talk to you next time.